This is WNXS News with your anchors, Kit Harding, Jake E, ISO on Sports, and Diz on Product Forecast. Welcome to WNXS News, your nexus for magic news. I'm Janky. And I'm Kit Harding. Thank you for joining us. Our top story tonight. It is once again time for more secret lairs, both typically commercial and charity themed. The unimaginatively named October Super Drop is hefty as usual, and we'll let Diz tell you all about it. Diz? Well, to begin with, strange things are afoot with a Stranger Things secret lair. This lair showcases eight major characters from the show, including Chief Hopper, Will the Wise, Eleven the Mage, Mike the Dungeon Master, Max the Daredevil, Lucas the Sharpshooter, Dustin Gadget Genius, and Mind Flayer the Shadow. It includes a bonus transform land that features a laboratory central to the show's plot and turns into the Upside Down. Wait, so no Steve and no Joyce? How do we skip out on the world's best babysitter and the world's single most determined mother? Maybe Wizards hasn't watched it? I mean, I thought everyone's watched it. Have they, though? Have they really? Or is the whole secret lair a product of the multiverse's mana twisting together until it produces strange shapes so let's move on to the next to even their creators? Three old school horror and monster movie theme sets, each following a different trope. Dismember, Beast Within, Grafdigger's Cage, and Blasphemous Act each capture the spirit of a spooky season in the monster movie marathon lair. This set shows these four spells drawn in classic movie poster style, and it's not the only set to do it. Showcase Midnight Hunt has the 10 utility lands from the original Innistrad block featured in the black and white frames that we've seen with the new basics. Liliana gets a featured set in this style as well, with thrilling takes of the undead. Liliana, Death's Majesty, Gravecrawler, and Rise of the Dark Realms all showcase the old school zombie movie artwork of Days Gone By. Well, if there's one recurring character who embodies the spooky spirit, it would be her. She even That's got to be featured in one all about her past mistakes, suitably called Read the Fine Print. It has new printings of all four of her contract-holding demons in one of Liliana's contract. Each card has the relevant party stunningly trimmed in gold, showing the connection between them. The last two sets for the October Super Drop head in a different art direction. Mirrodin Sanity presents the artifact lands from the original Mirrodin in a pixel art style, giving a fresh new look to a set of classics. And just in time for a new school term, Monster Anatomy 101 brings a brand new way of looking at some old favorites. Fleet Swallower, Goblin Trashmaster, Ilharg the Razebore, Protean Hulk, and Gisha's Son's Avatar all appear as textbook diagrams breaking down the different layers of their bodies. These sets will be available until November 14th. There was one That's right, that was as part of Wizards' part annual Extra Life right? charity, a secret layer featuring existing cards with new art drawn both by children and professional artists is coming to light. Muldrifter is drawn by H5 Aaliyah and H41 Magali Villanueva. Crater Hoof Behemoth is rendered by H5 Kira and 52 Lars Grant West. And Metalwork Colossus has new arts by H6 Hyun Tran and H36 Chris Ron. This set goes on sale November 5th to 8th. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Thank you, Diz. Some of these cards look fun, but unfortunately, not all of the news about the secret layers is what's in them. Magic is once again beset with controversy. And you said it was a slow news week, so it's your fault. This has to have been planned for months, and you would think that Wizards could go two single weeks without something like this. Secondly, I only said it was a slow news week yesterday. I'm not Teferi. For which we are all very grateful. Yes, we are. Now that that's out of the way, would you care to explain what happened, please? Yet another misstep with marginalized communities. This really is becoming a pattern. The latest Extra Life Secret Lair is raising funds for the Seattle Children's Hospital's Autism Center. Which doesn't sound like it should be so unreasonable. You would think that, wouldn't you? But this autism center practices applied behavior analysis, a treatment that is controversial at best and widely reviled in the autistic community as abusive. Well, that's never a good way to start a story. And it's only downhill from there. ABA originates with behaviorism and the idea that children can be trained out of being autistic like a dog and was created by one of the early pioneers of gay conversion therapy, which tells you something right there. Uh, In its original form, it involved administering electric shocks to children every time they did something the therapist didn't like. But that was 50 years ago. And yet some places still do it today. I haven't seen anything either way on whether Seattle Children's is one of them, but it's a common opinion among autistic adults that there is no way to do ABA ethically, even without aversives. And the hospital's resources page is full of content from Autism Speaks, an organization that is widely regarded as a hate group within the autism community and spends most of its time and effort researching genetics looking for a cure for autism. There were a number of really excellent Twitter threads urging people to not buy the secret lair and explaining the harms caused by ABA. We will link some of these threads in the show notes for reference, but there's so much material we can't fairly cover it here. We will take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have information about more upcoming charity events, as well as a new presentation for Magic Arena. For you and your family to come and honor the fallen gods. Well, look no further than the Amonkhet Ronis Memorial Gardens and Menagerie. Here you can see all the by our patron god, Romus, and hear the story of his bravery against the imposter pharaoh. Open nine to nine most Oh. 
welcome back! Every year, the Golden Joystick Awards showcase the best of the best amongst online games and communities. Magic Arena has been nominated for one such award as the Best Game Community! Firstly, congratulations to the Magic Arena development team. Secondly, this, of course, has sparked a handful of questions. Mostly wondering how a game with no actual direct community can be nominated for having the best community. But Magic does have a community. They've given us some of our best stories. Yes, Magic has the community. Magic Arena does not directly have one, as they have no chat feature, and they've removed the forums that were used as a community part. Ah, now we see. The forums took the community with them into the mana vortex. You know what? Sure. Why not? That's where all the good things seem to be taken when we talk about them. Speaking of good things, however, as a reward to what we can only assume is the community that got Arena nominated, a code by the game giving 1,000 in-game experience points and two random cosmetic features has been released. Our next story, Jero the Unsummoned Skull, is doing a fundraiser on Halloween to raise money for a student of his. We sat down to talk about his content. Uh, I'm joined today by Jero the Unsummoned Skull. Jero, thank you so much for joining us. It's my honor, thank you. Um... Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Right, well, uh, so I am a teacher, tutor, and college professor uh, in terms of my, my regular jobs during the day. So I'm already I'm already kind of a busy person. But uh, so I, I do those things. I'm also a games club sponsor at the school where I teach as well as a content producer or, or content creator now uh, of various uh, magic content, as well as some other di different uh, types of gaming. Um, speaking of charity streams, uh, you actually have one coming up a couple of days after this episode will release uh, on Halloween itself to benefit one of your students. Um, why don't you, why don't you give us a little bit about what's going on there and what, uh, and like what's going on with the student and what you're planning to do for the, uh, for the stream. Okay. Well, I, uh, <clears throat> so I have my own server and one of the things in my server is that I have a lot of people who are awesome folks that want to get involved in things. And so when Oktoberfest came out and, and it became clear to some of the newer members of my server that I was getting involved in charitable things. A couple of them reached out to me and asked if I would involve them in the next thing that I did. So that got me thinking, oh, I guess I have to think of the next thing. <laughs> so I decided that since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I remember when I was coaching a lot of players, uh, so I, I still have a roll of pink tape, pink athletic tape from being a football coach during October and having to tape people up using the pink tape. Uh, so I remember that the October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I decided to be interested in doing something for breast cancer. And Mr. Bevers and I have connected before on our 
shared, uh, what's the term for it? Animosity towards uh, cancer uh, and uh, our desire for cancer to uh, be eradicated. Ah, uh, yes. So it was actually shortly after I decided to make that that uh, I think it was actually the next day. Uh, so I have office hours on Fridays for my students to be able to talk with me. I'm at a new job now where I'm able to talk with the student or interact with the students directly during the week. And then they, I teach them Monday through Thursday. I get to design my own lessons. It's really nice. It's, it's what I wanted to get from my, from my other job. And then on Fridays, I can have one-on-one -on -one time uh, with students if I need to to help them out uh, for small, really small groups more so than one-on-one. -on -one. It's all virtual, so not like in a room with a student one-on-one, -on -one, but that can be edited, I'm assuming. <clears throat> uh, so uh, one of the students, uh, I, I, I invite students to these sessions, uh, to these like breakout rooms, if they are struggling in class. So one of the students who was struggling told me that he actually had an MRI scheduled for later that day, but he was told that he was diagnosed with rhabdomyosarcoma, and the student is a senior in high school. Uh, just wow. trying to get the credit hours he needs to graduate. Oh, wow. He also happens to be a gamer, and he's in the games club. So I said, well, what if I could uh, do something using my gaming street cred that could actually wind up helping you? So it's not helping him specifically. It's not like I'm raising money for his family or anything like that. What I'm doing is raising money to fight cancer, which will indirectly help him. But he can also right. know that the gaming community has his back. Well, that's really good. That's a really positive one. Which, mm -hmm. um, so it's it started because I wanted to make sure that the people in my server who hadn't had a chance to do the previous ones got a chance to see how gaming can help people out and really feel good about themselves. And it became something where I can actually help a student and show him that. I that I have his back and that game the gaming community in general has his back. That's really awesome. Um, where can we find that stream when you're doing it? So that'll be on twitch.tv backslash unsummoned skull. Okay, and uh, it's on Halloween day. What time does that start? So the first pods are scheduled for find my spreadsheet there we go uh 10 a so it starts at 10 a.m and it'll run clear to 8 p.m and that's eastern time right yeah uh eastern yeah. standard time the full interview can be found at mtgnexus.com it's time for another commercial break and when we return, ISO will give us a quick breakdown of what standard looks like post-Worlds, as well as more fundraisers and wizards coming up with a solution to a problem themselves created. Hey. 
Here on Innistrad, the need for a party can develop at the drop of a hat, or a body. And there's so much to do. The guest list, the catering, the invitations. It's almost more than a single vampire can handle. <laughs> and certainly more than a mortal can. Why leave anything to chance? Wouldn't you rather sit back, relax, and let a qualified planner handle it? Just call the parlor, and we'll handle it all. Our mistress Angie Falkenrath is the best. She can handle the madness for you, and let you cast all your fears away, all for a nominal cost. Angie's been around for a long time, so you know she has the contacts and connections you need to finish your party right. Whether for your harvest tide feast, or an upcoming wedding, we have all you need to have the party of the century. The parlor, events to die for. Welcome back. The standard field has been the subject and source of some discussion regarding too much format similarity lately. Iso is here to actually tell us what the field has been looking like. Thank you, Jank. The biggest concerns players had was how frequently they would see Alrin's Epiphany and Essica's Chariot. Surprisingly, only four of the most recent top 10 decks in its standard were playing either card, with two decks playing Chariot and two playing Epiphany. The rest of the top 10 is surprisingly diverse, with decks like Mono White Aggro and Azorius Control taking some of the higher spots. Mono Red Goblins even made the cut, showing that Mono Red isn't useless without Emberclave. Abandoned Death Touch is one of the more unique lists, playing an interesting range of creatures, with bodies like Finn the Fangbearer alongside Nighthawk Scavenger and Varagoth Bloodsky Sire. This particular list keeps hammering at its opponents to get every advantage it can. No major competitions are in the immediate future, but a champion showcase will happen this weekend. Featuring a $70,000 prize pool, eight players will compete in Vintage Cube Draft and Modern Constructed. It begins on October 30th at 1pm, 10am Pacific Time, and can be watched at twitch.tv slash magic. Kit? Thank you, Iso. When Secret Lair The Walking Dead was released last year, there was uproar over the idea that they would be mechanically unique, unlike the Godzilla cards from Ikoria. When the Stranger Things Secret Lair was announced, Watsi was quick to assure the community that this wouldn't be the case, but was unclear on how they planned to handle it. Well, on October 22nd, the question was finally answered. And what is being referred to as its best use yet, the list, was announced to hold the key. So let's take the list to Ixalan and find Orazka! Not, not that kind of key. Are you sure? Wizards acts like the list should show the way to the Golden City. Any universes beyond cards. <clears throat> that get this treatment will appear more frequently than any other cards on the list. While not the perfect solution, most people seem to recognize that this is a product that is difficult to transition into the main Magic IP. Currently, the plan is just for the Universes Beyond secret lairs and not all Universes Beyond properties, but it's possible that could change. 
any cards that fall into this category will also be equivalent game pieces, which means that players can have up to a playset of one or <clears throat> which means that players can have up to one full playset of one or the other version or a combination, but they cannot have a playset of each. Our last story of this episode is another feel-good charity story. Content creator Bad Moon MTG is doing a drive for extra life on his own. Is doing a drive of his own for extra life, and Jank was able to discuss this with him. All right, I am here with Bad Moon MTG. Uh, Bad Moon, thank you so much for joining us. Happy to be here. We are more than happy to have you. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, about who you are and what you do? Uh, so I am uh, Bad Moon MTG. I'm a streamer and uh, tournament player out of Chicago. Um, <clears throat> I work with a small team of other streamers uh, as well, also out of the Midwest area for the most part. Um, yeah, we do uh, some collaborations and some charity work. Okay. Um, you also have one your your specific uh, annual extra live stream coming up on November the fifth, uh, I believe, right? Or is it the sixth? Uh, November sixth. Yeah. Sixth. Yeah. Saturday, November sixth. Okay. Um, what uh, what do you got planned for that one? That's usually a big. That's usually a big stream <laughs> for people who support it. What have What have you got going on for it? Um. Well, I'm doing some giveaways, and I'm going to be streaming pretty much. All day. I've got a 12-hour stream planned. Um, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. It's it's going to be a bit of a marathon, but um, going to do all sorts of uh, more more fun games. You know, I'm going to try and get some Among Us in there. Um, I might uh, see if I can get a Pokemon game that I can do a bit of a Nuzlocke on. Um, <clears throat> might show off some of my Minecraft builds in there somewhere. But... Wow. The the real big attraction is going to be the giveaways. Um, the big item on there is from the Vault Angels, uh, which when I bought it several years ago was about forty bucks and is now a hundred and forty. Ah oh, man, the old days. Uh, so I've I, yeah, I've got it set up so that for every five dollars that somebody donates through my page, uh, they get an entry into the drawing for that but we're also doing a whole lot of smaller um giveaways i've got a, a branded t-shirt uh hoodie we're gonna be giving away um a funko pop of chandra um and for all of the smaller ones i wanted it to be a little more accessible so anybody who don who donates anything uh through my page gets an entry into that and anybody who shows up during the Saturday, November 6th stream and says something in chat is also going to be entered. So you can potentially get two entries into the smaller uh, um, giveaways. Will those prizes be available? Uh, excuse me, let me try it again. Uh, will people be able to win more than one prize uh, or will it just be one per winner? <clears throat> um. So the way it's going to work is uh, for every entry you have, I'm going to put your name into, um, there's a spinning wheel program that I use. Um, so for the large giveaway, there's only going to be one winner. 
But for the smaller ones, you can have up to two entries, which means your name appears on the wheel twice. Um, And if, uh, if you win, I take out that instance of your name. So you uh-huh. can, uh, potentially, if you have both entries, win a second prize. Okay. Um, and there's, of course, nothing preventing the the big winner uh, from also winning something smaller as well. So potentially, somebody could walk away with three prizes. Oh, wow. Um, okay, and uh, which specific charity for Extra Life is this stream going to be focused on? Where Where's the <clears throat> money going? Well, because uh, I'm out of Chicago, um, the uh, Lurie Children's Hospital of Chicago is where my money is going. Um, <clears throat> they uh, they have a location really close to where my day job is, um, and yeah, so it's it's the local uh, Children's Miracle Network hospital for me, and so I I decided to go with them. Okay. That's a, always a good choice to help out local groups. Um, you said this is going to be a 12-hour stream on November the 6th. What time is that going to be starting? Uh, I plan to start <clears throat> at about 10 o'clock uh, Central Time, 10 a.m. Central Time on November the 6th, uh, and then going through till 10 p.m. Um, if I'm feeling like I caught a second wind, maybe I add a little bit of time to that. But uh, chances are good it's going to be ten to ten. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll start off with, you know, some of the lighter stuff. We'll get into some of the group uh, party games later in the day when I can get some more of my uh, my team together. Uh, where can our listeners find you, and where can they find this stream? Right, you can find me on Twitter at BadMoonMTG. Uh, you can find my stream on uh, twitch.tv slash badmoonmtg. And most important, you can find my donation page for Extra Life at extralife, sorry, that's extra-life.org slash participant slash badmoonmtg. The full interview can also be found at mtgnexus.com. That's all this edition. We'll see you next time. Same time, new news. All right, podcast.